You're listening to LeBeau's Lessons, a leadership podcast for new and aspiring leaders. LeBeau's Lessons is a virtual platform which seeks to provide leadership training and education for new and aspiring leaders. We do this by providing a consistent, free leadership podcast, weekly mentoring meetings with our staff, and online courses. Every Tuesday, we meet at 12 noon CST to promote self-awareness by providing stories and leadership coaching on this show to raise the emotional intelligence of our listeners. You can support us by following, liking, subscribing, and sharing. And now, on to the show. Today, we're doing the four types of envious people. Um, the next one, number four, is going to be seven ways to react appropriately to envious people. And finally, the fifth day, we're going to close with seven ways to break the perpetual cycle of envy. So the first four days, I'm focusing more so on the external, you recognizing the envious people in your world and how to deal with them correctly and smartly. The last day I'm going to do is I'm going to show you how to recognize it in yourself and make sure you kill that and that you properly address it every time it arises. Because as I stated from the beginning of this series, all of us are on the spectrum of envy. All of us have feelings of envy sometimes. The problem is when people fixate on it and they have to act on it. That's when it's a really big problem. You know, feeling envious of people, especially in this climate, is just like any passing emotion, feeling angry or feeling sad. The problem is there are people out there who have to act on and express their envy. And that's the people we need to know how to deal with. And if you think you don't need to know how to deal with them, you're losing because they're definitely winning. They're definitely hitting the target and being effective in your life if you are not taking them seriously. Yeah, somebody said gossip has become an all-time high in the construction industry I am in. Like nursing is also a really gossiping industry I've heard. And pretty much, you know, probably a lot of people have a lot of things to say about the industry they're in and how gossipy and envious people can be in those industry. It's everywhere. It's not isolated to one place. So today I'm going to be talking about the four types of envious people. Of course, there is going to be more, but if you're on TikTok and you're listening, definitely chime in with your experiences because I can speak on those and I would love to hear your feedback. Again, my name is LeBeau Colbert. You can find LeBeau's Life Lessons everywhere you listen to podcasts. The first two episodes are already available, and this one will be available on, you know, everywhere later on tonight. All right, let's just get into it. How to identify envy before it's too late. All right. The first type is the diminisher. The first type is the diminisher. Here are the characteristics of the diminisher type of envious person. Now, when I give you this description, just, just hold on, take a moment and analyze your group, whether it's a church group 
a work group, a friend group, a family group. Analyze your group for this person, okay? The diminisher cannot appreciate achievements unless the person is dead. So what that looks like is if you come in with all your wins and you're trying to, you know, rally support or people to be happy for you, this is the one person who cannot be happy for you. It seems like the only value achievements of legends and people who are old or people who are already passed but when they see people like their peers winning it's too threatening to them it reminds them of their um you know their lack of achievements in life okay the second trait is they criticize the ambitious people in their environment so they look at the people in their environment who are achievers and they label them with words like arrogant or uh, attention seeking or whatever or, you know, uh, obsessed or something like that. They give it they give your ambition and your drive a negative connotation, like something is wrong with you for being passionate about what you're doing. Okay. The diminisher also has a weak ego. So that means they cannot take a joke about themselves. And anytime they feel, you know, anytime anybody tries to correct them or give them a tip, they feel personally attacked. They feel like you are trying to diminish them by correcting them or even implying that they have some type of flaw. Another trait from the diminisher is they love to tell stories of injustices. Now, I want to make a distinguish. I, I need to make a distinguishment here, okay? When people are going through trauma or they've been through trauma and they tell their story, especially because they have a message to tell and they're trying to take their mess and turn it into a ministry don't get th that person confused with a person who only tells stories of injustices to garner sympathy. There's a difference. There's a difference between someone trying to bring awareness to a problem with their story versus a person that's trying to only gain sympathy with their story. So you have to be an observant person to catch that. Okay. Another trait is they try to make you feel guilty for achieving things. So let's say, for instance, this is the family member. I'm just making this up. This is the family member who downs you because you are achieving things and they stayed back home and they did not. They just didn't pursue things in their life, and maybe they didn't give themselves the permission to do so. Maybe they have a complex where they felt like they shouldn't even try because they felt like all odds were against them. But for whatever their reason is, the way that you can tell they're a diminisher is that they want you to feel bad because you went out and made something of yourself. Okay? And finally... 
they sabotage you. So this type of person, if they're a diminisher, they have all of these traits. And then on top of that, they will sabotage you. And how that looks is if they, if you say, for instance, you relying on them for something, they will fall through and not be there for you at a critical moment. So if you are relying on them for something, especially when it has to do with your goal, oh, my God. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I want to remind everyone that gender does not play a role in this. This is not a factor. Gender is not a factor. Age is not a factor. Please do not believe that someone of the opposite sex cannot be jealous of you just because they're the opposite sex. Please do not believe that someone will not be jealous of you because they are older than you, supposedly wiser. Don't ever assume that someone, just because they seemingly are more successful than you are, that they could never be jealous of you. That is the complete opposite, and this is the reason why these types of people fly under the radar, and nobody wants to believe, including you, that jealousy is the motive behind their actions they try to make it seem like it's always something else and never jealousy they try to cite fictitious reasons why they don't like you and that they don't support you when the reality is they're just jealous of you and it doesn't matter if it's you know somebody that's much older than you somebody who has a lot more influence than you whatever it doesn't matter they can see something within you that makes them feel less than. And it doesn't have to do with you trying to do anything to them, okay? This is this is the point I've trying I've been trying to get to. The reason why these people are dangerous is because they will um set you up. So, let's say for instance if um I'll give you an example. How about that? Y'all like when I use examples. You like when I tell stories. Who wants to hear a personal story of envy that, like, really caught me off guard and a person was able to sabotage me at a really critical moment? Sometimes people, you know, they'll have a problem with me sharing their story, even if I don't say their name. So I'll use my own, Okay. Once I I had a older male gentleman who was supposedly a good friend of mine. This person came alongside to me. I was young. This person came alongside to me and wanted to help me. At this time, I was like building my modeling career. I was really like it was at a point where I was really taking off. And they just was like, you know, I'm trying to build up my business. Let me be your photographer. I'll give you your pictures, and I'm getting practice, and I'm using all of, all of my, you know, photography um, tools. So it sounded like a good deal. Over time, you know, they kept, you know, you know, talking to me, texting me, and we developed a friendship, or so I thought, naive, okay, trusting. Every time I needed this person, they were there. Of course, for whatever reason, I did not realize that this was a man, an older man, that was trying to get close to me, okay? One day they caught me off guard, and they basically 
expose their feelings to me in a very abrupt way. And um, at that point, I was faced with a decision. What am I going to do? If I reject them, this may go left, but I also don't want to go there with them. Okay, so I basically, in so many ways, I let them know that. And this person kept at it. Now, you know how guys are. Eventually, if you keep pushing them off, you know, turning down their advances, they can get really mad. From my experience, that's what I found. So everything was fine in my mind, but he got tired of me saying no. So one day we had a movie shoot. I'm also an actress for those who are new. We had a movie shoot. I had I was the producer and the main character. I had everybody there to do a specific scene and they were supposed to get uh, BTS photos. This was also the day that I was supposed to get the last copy or the official copy of all the footage that we had done that day. My hard drive was too small so I was relying on him to bring his. That day he didn't answer any of my texts and did not show up. Because of that, the guy who had my whole movie so far on his hard drive kept it. And I have never seen any footage from it. I lost half of my movie. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with film, you don't know that when whoever owns the physical copy of your movie owns your movie. I may have written it and I have gotten it registered with the Writers Guild, but he owns he owns the actual copy of the actual work. If he wanted to shop this thing around and say this was my idea, he could. Because whoever owns the copy owns it. And I had never gotten him to sign the, the, the governance rule that it was mine. So all the hard work that all my actors did and I did, this, photo- this uh, cinematographer took it, never saw them again. When I went back to the photographer to say, you know, where were you? This happened and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you think everything is about you, blah, 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 blah. All of a sudden, like out of the blue, like same things that I never like I had no, no, yeah, it was a very good lesson. Somebody said it sounds like a good lesson. This is why the show is called LeBeau's Life Lessons. He went off on me, and I was like not understanding what was the problem. The problem was he was tired of pursuing me with no result, and when I needed him the most, he didn't show up. And that is the reason why, thank you so much, that is the reason why, no, we are not talking about that. Um, That is the reason why I say be wary of the diminisher and please do not think that the opposite sex cannot be jealous of you. What he was jealous of was the fact that I wasn't interested and maybe I was interested in other people that I had told him about. 
and he was upset that it wasn't him. So jealousy can end up in sabotage. Okay, number two. The second type is the leech. Mm, 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 my God. I've had so many of these. <laughs> I have had so many of these types in my life. Um, the leech is, these are the character traits. Now let's go back into that family group and friendship group. Let's turn our thinking caps on like they used to say in school. This person becomes, usually becomes a good friend or an assistant. They get close to you to gain information that they will, they will ultimately use against you. Did you know that? Did you know that studies show that people who are m the most envy of you usually become your best friend and or your personal assistant? You know how um, they have these celebrities and then they'll have the personal assistant and they'll be like, oh, I, I was such a big fan. And then they become the personal assistant. They want to get close to you so that they it's, it's secret envy. It's not just about, let me say this first. People who envy you do admire you. They just don't think that you deserve what you have. That's it. You get that? They just don't think you deserve what you have. They do admire you. And they want to gain the benefits of being around you, being in your company, learn your secrets, get close to your other friends, and ride your coattails, okay? Another trait is they feel entitled to success with minimal, minimal effort. So this is what's fueling them. This is a person that is very delusional. They believe they deserve your level of success, even though they have not put in your level of effort. And the funny thing about it is, please, let, let, my God, I'm about to get into it because I have so many examples about to come into my mind that are coming to my mind right now. Have you ever seen a person that is posting a lot of behind the scenes and you're showing how hard they're working? The reason why they do that is because they have a lot of envious people around them that think they don't deserve what they have. They have haters around them. They're trying to show people, look, I put in the effort. I'm doing the work. This is me. This is all me. I'm doing it. That's why I get the recognition I get. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to prove that they deserve it. But do you know that when someone is envious of you, it doesn't matter what you show to them. You could tell them, listen, you could tell them, man, I got rejected 300 times. I put out 300 resumes, and I got rejected by all of them. I went a year without having work. Now I finally have my dream job. I'm a top executive. I make six figures. The only thing they can focus on is, yeah, but I'm better than you. I'm smarter than you. How come you got it? Do you get what I mean? They don't care that you put out those 300 resumes. They don't care that you were depressed and darn near suicidal. They didn't care that you couldn't meet your, your financial needs and you had to give up luxuries when you couldn't find work. The only thing they care about is that why are you in this position and not me? Like I'm more qualified than you. So it doesn't, you don't have to try to prove anything to anyone. If you want to show behind the scenes photos, I love behind the scenes photos. If you want to show behind the scenes photos of you killing it, that's great. 
especially when you're doing it to, um, you're trying to inspire people. But don't do this because you think it's going to make the hater stop hating. It doesn't. It doesn't make them stop. Um, another trait is they love to hurt someone they envy. So you might be thinking to yourself, I know it's twisted. It's hard for you to really think on this level, but just bear with me. It's, you wonder why, why, if you don't really like somebody and you think they don't deserve what they have, why are you getting closer to them? It doesn't make sense. It makes perfect sense to a person who wants to see you hurt, cry, beg, crawl, doubt yourself. They want to see you in their position. They have the hidden misery. They want to see the roles reverse. They get close to you because they want to hurt you behind your back so that they get to see the result of it. Do you get that? It like gets them off that you're upset and sad. I know that that's twisted, but it's coming from a very dark place. Um, another trait is they eventually act upon jealousy in the form of stealing. They eventually act upon jealousy in the form of stealing. Stealing what, you might ask? <sighs> your position, your popularity, your friends, money, opportunities, your significant other, should I go on, your reputation. Whatever it is that you have that is the point of envy for them, you know, that's what they want to steal, okay? That's what makes them the enemy. And um, this is the difference between uh, someone, you're not, you're not liking somebody versus them, versus being a hater, you see. My aunt told me this when I was a kid. I was telling her about somebody that I hated, and she said, do you want them to die? I said, no, I don't want them to die. She says, well, you don't hate them because a person who hates you wants to see you destroyed. See, there's a difference between strongly disliking someone because of how they are versus wanting to see them destroyed. A hater is a person who wants to see you go down. They don't, they're not just satisfied in just breaking contact with you. And I'm not talking about, look, I'm not talking about those people who want to see justice. That's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about people who simply don't like you because you make them aware of their uh, in, in deficiency, whatever they have deluded themselves into thinking that they're not good enough in. And for that reason, they want you to disappear. So that's not the same. I want to make that distinguishment. And finally, the leech usually has no sense of purpose in life. Now, I've said this on the, I think I said this on the last broadcast. 
You don't want to befriend somebody because you want to help them. If they don't have a sense of purpose in life, a lot of times if you are a very driven, purpose-filled person, that's the main person that's going to be envious of you. And you might say, no, 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 I'm helping that person too much. Didn't I say they were a leech? Do you not realize that it doesn't matter how much you help this person, if they're jealous of you and they have no sense of purpose, you being in front of them, walking in your purpose every day, you having moral standards, you having discipline, you having principles you live by. Do you realize how how uh do you realize how that makes them feel they feel less than around you you think you're walking around inspiring them you're not only thing you're inspiring is them being jealous of you you might say to yourself well my ministry or my passion is to inspire people who don't feel like they have a purpose that's the same as mine. I don't get close to people like that. Do you hear what I'm saying? I do this from a safe distance to protect what I have inside me because I may have good intentions to want to help somebody and be a giver in that person's life and because that person sees what I'm doing as impossible for them to do and they can't see themselves doing it and it's hard for them to do, they will envy me just because of that. They will envy you just because of that. Somebody said, a lot of these leeches brainwash the people around them. Yes, they do. See, when you start hearing the rumors and then you wonder why people are starting to distance themselves from you and it's because you've introduced the leech to all of your friends, now behind your back, they're seeding things in people's minds. They're making shady comments behind your back. And now all of a sudden, people don't want to associate with you out of the blue and you haven't changed, you haven't done anything. There's the third voice. Somebody asked, how do you repel envious people? Mm, I'm so glad you asked that. I, I um, did a podcast on social, I, I believe it was like um, navigating the social world. You Go and look for the topic, the topic. I don't remember all my topics. But basically, I was talking about when you're new into a circle, you have to have a persona and that persona that I described in that podcast repels people who are prone to envy because there are people who are prone to envy away from you because they don't see you as a threat you you've heard people say play dumb right you have to go into an environment camouflaged many times when people go into an environment they go there to show out, to show that they belong there, to show their difference. Wrong move. You go in there and you observe. You mirror. You mimic the mood. You blend in. You allow them to think that you think the same way that they do. 
you make them feel safe and unthreatened. They look at you and they're like, I don't have to worry about her. And that's the safest place to be because you are off their radar. They don't see you as anybody that they should be shade. And as you are covert, hiding out in a space where they, they aren't looking at you, they're not paying attention to you, you observe them and you have a bird's eye view and watch how they move. Somebody said, how do you stay in a safe distance when they oversee you? When you're dealing with a person who's envious that is over you or somebody that's insecure, let's just say you're not sure that they're envious or not, whatever, they're insecure, you have to always make them feel smarter than you and better than you. You have to play the game. You have to take their eyes off of you. They're looking at you because they think that you're trying to take from them. They think you're like them. So they're going to get you before you can get them. They, you are, man, I've had so many experiences with this. You are on their radar even if you have no intention of trying to take their place. They see you have the quality to do so. So what you have to do is reassure them and make them feel at ease. The way that you do that is not by kissing their butt. That's too overt. That's too blatant. That will get you noticed. You don't do that. You always go to them for their advice. You give them credit for the things you've done. You always make sure that the attention is back thrown to them. Throw it back to them. Well, yeah, I was able to do that, but honestly, if it wouldn't have been for Sarah, I wouldn't have known where to start. She is actually the one that helped me get started, and now I was able to complete it, so actually, you know, I owe her a lot. You see, you have to reassure them that they are the person in their own head because in their mind, even though they're insecure, they, they feel superior, so they're here. And you have to encourage them to know, yeah, you are that. Yeah, you are smarter. You are better. You are wiser. Yeah, that was, you should get credit for that. Mm-hmm. You did it. Well, as long as you ingratiate yourself and say, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm just hanging on here. I mean, I'm all over the place. I'm trying my best. I hope I'm not messing anything up. See, when you come in like that, they're not worried about you. And that's how you have to deal with that. Somebody said. Makes, per makes perfect sense, yeah. And I'll tell you. Uh, for a long time, I was not willing to play this game. I was not. I was, I did not want to play that game. You know what I mean? I was like y'all. I, I mean, I, I wasn't going to say you, you're like this, but I'm, I was like most people. I go to my work to work and go home. I, I you know, I want to make friends, but I got things I got to do. 
I'm nice to everybody, and if you want me to go beyond that, I'm sorry for you, because I'm not, I'm not on kiss no butt. But since then, I've learned social navigation. All right, the third out of the four, and if you're just joining us, we're talking about the four types of envious people, and this is the third day of a five-part series. Go to LeBeau's Life Lessons if you want to hear the other episodes. The third person is the spoiled, the spoiled person. The spoiled envier is a slacker. This is a person who has had it a little bit easy in life. They've had parents or somebody or a husband or a wife or somebody make it really easy for them in life. And because of that, they don't realize that they're a slacker. But they still believe they believe they they deserve all of this up here, even though they're not putting up the the correct amount of effort. Okay. Another trait of about them is they feel they're owed rewards. They feel they are owed rewards. The reason why they feel they're owed something is because for some reason or not, I mean, it could be anything. It could be pretty privilege. It could be some other type of privilege. They expect to be congratulated on every and anything. And when people don't congratulate them on small stuff even, they get offended. Um, oh, I've been going to the gym for a whole 30 days. Yay. And if you don't congratulate them on that, you're a hater. Do you get what I mean? You you have to be careful of that. You know, we expect people to clap for us, especially when they say that they want us to achieve a certain thing and we're doing that thing. But when they when they don't show up for us, you're like, hey, well, you know, I'm actually doing it. Where's where's the rah rah? Where's the party or whatever? However, you have to be careful. You have to be realistic about how far you've come, and then also. If you're really doing it like you say you're doing it, because sometimes in people's minds, they're killing it and they're really just doing the bare minimum. And if you've ever been a personal trainer or anybody that is working any type of coaching service, you know that people can because it's, you know, they're used to doing very little. Once they finally start doing something, they're patting themselves on the back really, really fast. And they think that they deserve to be rewarded at a certain level when they're just now getting started. Another thing about the spoiled envier is they assume they've done enough to receive the praise they see others receiving. Okay. Have you ever seen people who like, let's say, for instance, they're local they're a local whatever. They're a local rapper, a local singer, a local actor, a local whatever. But in their mind, they're Jay-Z. In their mind, they're Mariah Carey. In their mind, they are um, Elon Musk. And they, and they have all the talent and sense and skills to be able to do it, Right. This is what makes them envious of other people. It's because in their mind, they think that they are here. 
So if they see anybody that they see that's inferior to them achieving more or getting recognized, they're like, why didn't I get that award? I've been in the game longer than her. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, there are, um, there's people in every circle, every type of circle, business, community, sports, whatever. They've been in the game for a while. Do you hear what I'm saying? Somebody said, I hear you. They've been in the game for a while. Let's say that they've been in a certain industry for a while, but they haven't been, they haven't made it successfully yet. Here you come and you're killing it early on, straight out of the gate. And they're like, uh-uh. She don't deserve that. She haven't paid her dues. And now all of a sudden you don't deserve or you haven't worked good enough or hard enough because you're killing it. Now, I'm an actress. Like I said that. Thank you so much. Um, like I said, I'm an actress. I see this all the time in the acting world. People will brag that they've been an actor for like 10 years or whatever. If you come in in the first few years, like you're getting on movies and you're you're making all these huge connections because either you have more natural talent or you've made the right connections or you've put in more footwork, whereas they've relied on an agent and they haven't done the networking they were supposed to do. If you're starting to kill it early out, they're like, no, nah, no, nah, this is my craft. You're, this is a hobby for you. This is my life and blah, 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 blah. The acting world is so full of envy. It's like it'll make your head spin. Yeah, somebody said, I know someone who's like an unknown rapper who thinks he's better than popular artists. You know, in the case, the, the truth may be, maybe they have the talent to be up there talent-wise. That doesn't mean they put in the effort, though. Do you get that? It's kind of like, it's kind of like, for instance, somebody being labeled like the local Miss uh, Texas, the local Miss Texas. And let's say Brittany over here, she feels like she's more attractive. And maybe she is more attractive. But did she go through all the processes and all the things and pay all the dues and the money that the other girl did? No. You see what I mean? Like, just because you are talented doesn't mean that you deserve everything everybody else has. I could say that I'm a better actress than some named actress. Did I go through half of the things that she did? Did I go on half of the auditions? No. So do you see what I mean? Like, talent alone doesn't mean you deserve the same level of recognition somebody else has. Someone's asked... Is it common for people to be a combination of each type? Absolutely. It's kind of, look at this as kind of like the five love languages. You have a little bit of each, right? Okay. The spoiled envier is also undisciplined. And that's one of the things that is really holding them back. It's not anything anybody else is doing. It's their undisciplined the truth of the matter is, deep down, they know that they're undisciplined. It doesn't stop them from hating on the people that actually achieve. Actually, they're not hating on you for achieving the thing that they haven't. They're hating on you for being more disciplined than they are. Do you get what I mean by that? Like, they're not, they're not, um, I'm just going to use this as an example. 
they're not hating that you have a degree. They're hating because they didn't have the discipline to get it. They're hating on your discipline. Sometimes they're hating on your talent. Sometimes they're hating on your discipline. Someone said, he said he's better than me because I'm a studious student, but he worked when he sold drugs. <laughs> that, that sounds like a story time. That sounds like a major story time. A uh, few other things about the spoiled envier. They hate to see others achieve because it confirms their doubts about themselves. So that's what it's rooted in. This person is ambitious, okay? But they don't have the discipline to make it. It's not that they're not talented. They just don't have the discipline and the focus. And because of that, they hate seeing you achieve. They often use shady comments about the things that you have. Like, you know, especially if you earn something from the things that you've done, they'll make comments, negative shady comments about it. Like, oh, girl, yeah, you lost all that weight, but I don't, don't want to look like you. You you a little bit too skinny. You're a little bit too anorexic looking. But they're trying to lose weight, but they're hating on you because you lost the weight. But they're going to say something shady. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, that's nice about your nice house, but, girl, you, I'm, I don't know about this neighborhood. This neighborhood looks sketchy to me. Do you see what I mean? Like, your happy moment is diminished around them. Um, here's another. You begin to avoid sharing your good news. Now, that's, that's a major thing I want to say to you guys. When you're around somebody that's envious of you, you may not have proof. You don't have screenshots. You just have a feeling that you don't want to tell them your good news. You get what I mean? You don't want to tell them your good news. Now, there's some people you don't tell the good news to because they, they don't support whatever it is. But this person, it just kind of makes you like, your intuition is like, and then you delete the text. That's how you know. There's something in your body that is saying, uh-uh, don't share it with them. Because what's going to happen is now you've given them something to focus on. Now they have something to shade you about and dig into. Just don't share it. And finally... Of the four types, and if you're just joining us, we're talking about my series, How to Identify Envy Before It's Too Late. And it is available everywhere podcasts are um, downloaded. And this episode will be available. Um, <laughs> my dad is calling me. It's Father's Day. Um, it's going to be available tonight, and the other episodes are already available Make sure that you subscribe because the next two times we're going to talk about seven ways to react appropriately to this envious person and then seven ways to break the perpetual cycle of it. You ever find yourself feeling down on yourself in a, like, in a cyclical manner? Like every so often you're feeling down on yourself. Or have you ever noticed that you keep attracting envious people? So that's why you want to subscribe.
Okay, now, or you can also go to LeBeau's Life Lessons. All my episodes are there. LeBeau'sLifeLessons.com. Okay, number four, the covert. The covert. This is the undercover jealousy person. <laughs> um, thank you, thank you. All right, so one of their traits is they seek high positions. They doubt themselves, okay? They doubt, they seek a high position that they actually doubt that they can perform in. Now, some of you might be thinking, oh, is that me because I have imposter syndrome? No, not necessarily. People who have imposter syndrome are perfectionists. They always doubt themselves because they are always seeking perfection. That's not always good, but it doesn't mean that you're an envious person by default. But this person seeks out high positions just because they want the accolades that come with it, even though they don't really feel like they have the skill set to do it. You get what I mean? They don't really believe that they can do it, but they will finesse their way there just so that they can be able to say, yeah, look at me. Yeah, I got my new business. I got this new position. I got married. I got this. I got that. And the reality is they know they don't feel like they can handle it. Okay. And if you feel insecure about your abilities sometimes, especially if you're just going into a new scenario, don't worry about that. That is just a normal occurrence. It's a fear of the unknown. But see, what I'm talking about, I'm going to go into the other things, and then you'll be able to tell what I'm saying. Right. Somebody said they care about the status or image. That's correct. So the covert attempts to get rid of, um, they, they attempt to get rid of, up-and-comers and people who have a like potential they try to kick them out of the scene because they're afraid of losing their position so somebody earlier they asked what do you do when the person is your superior you may feel like they're trying to get rid of, rid of you and they are and this is the reason why you have to follow the steps that I mentioned earlier and if you miss those steps listen to the episode later on tonight okay um, you got to throw them off your scent. You got to um, quickly disarm them. You have to make them feel at ease around you and feel like there's no reason to find you threatened. Find a creative way of displaying that they don't have to worry about you. Because as long as they're worried about you, they're going to try to push you out of the scene, into the shadow so that the spotlight can be on them. Somebody said, I have played dumb when I noticed this envy with my superior. Absolutely. And you can talk more on that now. Talk about it. The supervisor, she says. Yeah. Um, they try to get rid of you because you're showing them up. And you might be thinking, dang, I looked up to this person. You know? It's disappointing. Somebody said, she said, I was just hired. Right. Yes. See, what you want to do with that person is you want to become their go-to. You make them see 
like convince them that they're right about themselves. You want to make them feel like when they're around you, they shall always feel like you are acquiescing to them. Yes. Yes, of course. Yeah, I see your point. You're right about that. Is there any way I can help? What can I do? You know, make sure that they see that you don't feel like you're as capable as they are. I mean, I think that I can help, but this is your area. This isn't my area. You know, this is this is where you shine. You know, you're killing it over here, but I don't think I can handle this. You know, I'm, I'll try, but... She says, and I realized that I was getting a lot of good feedback. I noticed them micromanaging me more. So you have to disarm this person. Another thing the covert does is they have a history for firing people for odd reasons. Firing people for odd reasons. Okay? When you see people that just get fired, just get let go for unknown reasons and people are just dropping like flies or you notice that the people that are close to them are dropping like flies, it's because it's a lot of times it's due to the fact that this person got so close that envious person recognized what they were coming with and that they were coming with the goods and that maybe they didn't agree all the time. So let me just hurry up and get get you out of the picture. You see what I mean? They're like, let me just get you out of the picture because you're not going to jeopardize my my position. You see? So they're getting rid of people. Now, another thing is they are jealous of high-performing people. So let's say you're not sure. Let's say... You're not sure if this is somebody that is in your network. It don't matter what type of network it is. Pay attention to their attitude about the people who are also popular. The other people who have a good reputation in the company or in the church or in the group or in the band or in whatever. Do you get what I mean? They may in front of people say one thing. But try to see what they think behind closed doors. And if they shade that person or those people, you know who you're dealing with. Let me tell you something. Um, If you're dealing with a person that's constantly shading other people, get away from them. They're going to start, they're going to do it to you. The only reason why they haven't done it to you yet is because they still need you. They already have recognized your value. They already know what they're jealous of. These types of people, you either you, if you're in, if you're in the position where you have to be under them, your option is to disarm them or transfer. If they're just in your friend circle and you don't really have an obligation to be around them, get rid of them. Okay? It's not going to be worth it in the end. And finally, 
So wait, before I get to that, she says, I took a step back and stopped taking on more work. Yeah. Play the game. Um, finally, they often fantasize about competencies that they don't really possess. Fantasizing about competencies they don't really possess. Now, some of you may say, well, what's the difference between that and, what's the difference between that and, you know, trying to manifest something or visualizing your future and having a goal? Um, it is a fine line. It is a fine line. Let's put it this way. If you have all the intentions in the world to actually build yourself up in that capacity, you're good. Let's say, for instance, you fantasize about being a singer, right? You fantasize about being on BET, whatever. You're an actor. You fantasize on getting on, you know, Lifetime or whatever. If you have all the intentions in the world, you're like, you're actually going to school, you're actually taking classes. You're actually doing the things to make you become the person you want to be. You're good. But when you fantasize about having things that you have no intention to work for, you got a problem. Somebody said, I heard my supervisor telling a potential employer that I was curt and it was a compliment. Hmm. Expound on it. Like, I'm not really clear on that. Like, ex give me a little bit more insight into that. You know, because it all goes back to this person not feeling like they need to put in that extra work. Like, let me give you an example. For instance, if you want to climb, hey, girl, uh, if you want to climb the your career ladder, but and you just think that you just deserve to be at the top and you're not still educating yourself, like, are you reading books? Are you taking classes? Are you doing anything to, like, continue to grow yourself in that capacity that proves that you are actually serious about becoming the best version of yourself to walk into that? Right. I know what you mean by Kurt, but I don't understand what you mean when she says it, it was a compliment. How can she say you were being Kurt and mean it as a compliment? But... That's that's what I'm saying. Like, people who don't want to put in the effort, but they de they believe they deserve the highest rewards, are the people who typically get um, they get jealous. Okay, now I understand. She says that was her excuse. Oh, so you overheard it, and she's like, oh, I'm just. She was like, oh, hi. Hi, we were just talking about you. I was just complimenting you on your curtness. Is that what she, that's what she did, huh? Yeah, that's what she did. <laughs>
She is so curt, like every time she talks to me. Oh, hi. Hey, girl. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was just telling her about, like, you're so curt. <laughs> you're so curt. And you, like, tell people how it is. And I love that about you. I love that. I'm so envious of that. Like, I want to be more like you. And I, like, be brave enough to be curt around people, you know, and not kiss their butt. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we have to be careful of these people. And I mean that. I really do. And I and I just want to say before I close, next week we're going to talk about the seven ways to react appropriately. Okay, so now I'm giving you all this information about how to identify these people, who they are, how they think, what they do. But... Okay, now that you've identified these people, now what do you do with them? That's what we're going to talk about next time. And I really, <laughs> somebody says, she's, that's exactly what she said and did. Um, I really hate the idea of people keeping a person around that they know have ill, Ill uh, feelings towards them just because of their role. Oh, well, that's, that's my cousin. That's my best friend. We've been best friends since. That's my husband. You see? Yes, this is a podcast called LeBeau's Life Lessons. It's available everywhere, so you can go on. Just type that in or go to LeBeau'sLifeLessons.com. I really hate that because these people are going to continue to do damage to you. And you know what they're going to take away? that you actually really don't deserve. Like, they can take away your money. They can take away possessions. But you know what they're really going to take away from you that really hurts? Your reputation. Your reputation. Like, literally, you're a good person. You're a good person. And you've done good to people. And what they're going to go around doing is saying the opposite. As soon as you become wise to who they are and what they do, they are going to lash out at you. You got to do it strategically. You got to, and that's what I'm going to be talking about next week, how to do it in a way that they don't go on a smear campaign. Because you know why? They think that you are going to get them first. They think, let me hurry up and gather all of these people and talk bad about them because I know they're going to talk bad about me. They're going to they're gonna try to dismantle your reputation. And that's when you're going to see who your real ones are. That's when you're going to see who really is down for you or who also has been hating from jump. Because, see, the people that's been hating from jump are going to just eat it all up. I do have a YouTube channel. It's called uh, LeBeau LLC. It's a yellow L or gold L. Um, someone said, they destroyed my rep and character. And when I defended it, it was as if they were justified.
Yeah. So, guys, I'm so glad that you joined me today. Join us next time. Re-listen to this. I want y'all to make sure you get it through your heads, okay? I'm unbiased. I don't know you, but we all go through this. We just got to make sure we are protecting ourselves and being smart about how we deal with people in our lives. Remember, you can change if you want to. I'll see you next time.